Hello there, and welcome to Storytime with Dan. So today I'm going to talk a little bit about having a good tool set of questions to ask. Uh, I always ask a good series of questions that give sort of basic grounding for data uh, to gather or specific data to look at. Or if none of that sort of pans out, get an idea of different information from different sources that we can gather. Usually, whenever this comes up, this is for training people who are going to be doing the, the network support role that I used to have. And so it's very important to establish with them to ask these you know, basic good questions to get data to clarify a problem. Because usually, a customer will call in panicked about behavior and the system not doing what is expected of it. And so you get a garbled version of events. You get a, a very vague description of the problem because it's the best that the customer can articulate is the issue. The story is basically along those lines. It's about a person who I'm going to dub Preston. And Preston called in because Preston was having a problem with our system. We were sending a request to his backend server and expecting to get a response from that backend server. And Preston alleged that we were, our product was actually getting that response, but still marking the backend server as being down. So we were not going to be able to interact with it. Um, <clears throat> so of course I ask, you know, the logical questions of when this began, who's worked on it, uh, how long has it been going on, um, has there been any other troubleshooting that's been done since this began? I asked sort of these general questions because these are good starting points to learn more about the issue. Preston, on the other hand, uh, seemed to be very panicked in, in response to me and basically demanded that I get into a remote session and take a look at the system, uh, which we usually don't do. I really discourage my trainees from just diving in without actually getting data about the issue or actually getting answers to questions about an issue simply because it puts you in a very awkward position. You are dedicating your time to a nebulous problem, a very slippery problem that can evolve and change over time because the customer you're working with has intentionally obscured it from you by not answering the questions that you've given them. So it's very important to get at least some data. Unfortunately, in this circumstance, I really didn't feel like that was going to pan out. So I, I followed through. I got a hold of Preston. I sent him a remote session so I could take a look at the system. All right. So we're taking, we're taking a look at the diagnostic stuff. We're taking a look at what's going on. And he's describing to me this issue of how our system is getting an appropriate response from the backend server and marking it down. So I say, okay, we'll take me to the configuration. Let's take a look at it. And he does. I'm watching him in the window. And it shows that the backend server is marked actually as being completely healthy and available for interaction. So with that being the case, I asked Preston if this is a new behavior or if this is not supposed to be happening. Because it is possible, it is conceivable, that the way that he configured things may have made it so that we are sending a request to that backend server and getting a response but marking it up when we shouldn't be marking it up. That's totally possible to misconfigure things that way. But Preston insisted that that was not the case. So then I asked Preston, 
well, did something change between when you submitted this request and now that it was marked down and is now marked up? And then in the window, as um, I'm asking him these questions, trying to get a bearing on what the problem is, a pop-up comes in with another coworker asking Preston what he's up to, and he tells the coworker in the window, types this all up, uh, on phone with my company, and they don't know what the problem is. To which I have to say something, which is, Preston, that's not true. I, I know what you said the problem is, but what you've shown me here doesn't show an issue of any kind. So what is it you need me to do? And Preston says, basically in response, well, take a look at it. Why, why is it doing this? Preston, why is it doing what? It shows everything is working appropriately. What is it it's not doing that you expect it to be doing? To which he <laughs> uh, hung up on me, and then I watched him move his mouse and close the WebEx session on me. And then whenever I tried to call him back right away, uh, he did not answer. An hour later, I got a response from him saying, <laughs> we must have somehow gotten disconnected. Uh, and, you know, you would be happy to work work with me in the future, but he's going off shift. Well, effectively, what had happened was that Preston himself didn't know the answer to my question. Because Preston himself didn't actually understand fundamentally the issue at, at hand. He had been told to call us by someone else. I would later find out Preston was let go from the company he was working for um, because he had gotten through his interviews and gotten into their company but didn't actually have a academic understanding completely of what uh, he was supposed to actually be doing. So he really wasn't qualified for the job he was doing which made answering my questions effectively impossible for him, which sort of explains the behavior of him ducking out and, and turning everything off on me. But that skill set, uh, that tool set, basics of just asking very good questions to get started on troubleshooting a problem, the, the where, when, what, how, what frequency something is occurring is a really good grounding for moving forward and advancing through to the next step of how to problem solve or critically analyze the material that you have in front of you. So that's it for this story time with Dan. I hope you enjoyed that. And uh, I will talk to you again in the near future. All right. Bye.